Chaf Zayin Adar Tafshin Pei. Coming to you live from the home office of Ariel Tours in my apartment in Brooklyn, New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
the great Pugi Lahakat Kaveret. That's their official name. Opens things up here on this uh, this week's edition of the Israel Show. We are on each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, which translates to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, usually 4 p.m. Israel Time. This week, 3 p.m. Israel Time. As of next week, 4 p.m. Israel Time. And around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time we are on. I believe that most of our listeners, if not all of our listeners, are in some form of quarantine, as am I, just because New York is uh, basically shut down. Maybe more people than usual have an opportunity to listen to the show, and we appreciate it, and we welcome you in. We spend an hour together with great Israeli music and a look at things in Israel that are going on right now and how they might be very different than what uh, people in other countries are experiencing. Of course, you can listen to the show whenever you want. So if you have a friend that might be interested, or you got to let your kids use your computer now because they're doing uh, Zoom with their school or, or stuff like that, we can be heard on demand whenever you like. You go to NachumSiegel.com, click Archives, go to The Israel Show, or on the Nachum Siegel Network app, which is an amazingly free app available on the uh, both Apple and Android platforms, NSN, Nachum Siegel Network. Look for it. You'll find it. You can listen to all the shows that we've done in the archives. You can listen to all the great programming on the Nachum Siegel Network. You can also listen to us via podcast, where um, you, I think any podcast uh, program that you use, just type in Mayor Weingarten. I think that's the fastest way that this particular show comes up. And uh, you can subscribe in a few hours. Takes a little time to populate. In a few hours, you'll have it in your device. Isn't that great? I love it. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell anybody you think might be interested in Israeli, great Israeli music, great Israeli news, great analysis, inspiring stories, all kinds of stuff. And we'll get to all of it. We have lots of stuff. <laughs> we, we, we have uh, more stuff than we can do with for this show. But, then again, Yoni's not on, so we might go long. Because there are no sports. Because there are no... a lot of things. We're here with you to help you make it through an hour or so of this difficult situation that we are all in. The reason we played Yoya as an opener, sort of like seemed out of place, is because we wanted to lift everybody's spirits give everybody a little bit of good music that they could dance around the living room to and we'll continue to do that and some inspirational music as well but here's a good one it's almost a theme song for me of the of this period with Einu Hashem Ariel Zilber my name is Mayor Weingarten you are tuned to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network Refai nu Hashem, Refai nu Hashem, Ve. 
Amen. May God heal us all. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. David Yablinowitz, I think is how it's pronounced. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. From Beit Shemesh in Israel, told the following story. This past Friday, I had to drive to Yerushalayim to bring food supplies to my mother. On the way home, meaning from Yerushalayim back to Beit Shemesh on Highway Number 1, I got pulled over by the police because that's what's going on now. Because you're not supposed to be driving on the roads. So he gets pulled over by the police. The policeman says, is everything okay? Do you have an emergency or something that makes it urgent for you to be out now? David answers, um, I was bringing food to my elderly mother in Yerushalayim for Shabbat. <laughs> and in an only in Israel can this happen way, the policeman reaches into the squad car, takes out a bouquet of flowers and says, quote, before starting my shift, I bought bouquets of flowers to give to people that I stop, but who have heartwarming stories of why they're driving. Wow. And then he says, oh, wow. I wish I could have given the flowers to my mother. I'm on my way back. So he says, when you get home, not while you're driving, call your mother and tell her that the policeman Rafi wishes her a Shabbat Shalom. We can't be beat. Nothing will... uh, will overcome a people that is so beautiful and has so much goodness, even from the cop who's stopping you for breaking the quarantine. Yoram Gaon, Lotanatzchuoti, you cannot vanquish us appropriately. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Hey 
We will not be vanquished. You will not win over us. The message of that song by uh, Yehoram Gaon. Right here on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. We thank you so much for making us a part of your week or your day, wherever you are in some form of uh, quarantine or uh, something like that. In Hebrew, it's called Bidud, which is like isolation. Levad Eicha Yashva Badad. I was thinking, Ha'ir Rabatiam, all the big cities, to paraphrase from Eicha, all the huge metropolitan areas like New York, like Yerushalayim, are empty. Yashva Badad, everybody is sitting in isolation, in quarantine. Uh, one of our listeners, Terry, pointed out that maybe Israel won't move the clock because there was a proposal which was uh, seemed to have been going forward yesterday. Uh, that Israel will remain on the standard time for another month. And it was seemed to be going through. It seemed to be uh, something that people uh, appreciated. What was the idea? The idea was that it'll get dark earlier rather than later. And once it's dark, people will be less inclined to walk outside. Turns out that there's so many automated procedures that take place that are pre-programmed in advance, years in advance maybe, but surely enough in advance that now, a few days before Israel time was uh, uh, summertime, what they call in Israel, Sha'on Kites was supposed to take effect this coming Thursday night, Friday morning, that it was too late to change everything. It would create too much chaos in a difficult situation. So they decided that they're going to leave it as is. And Thursday night, Israel switches over to daylight savings time and there will then be yet again a seven hour difference between the east coast and the state of israel everything goes back to what it was before as far as the time differences israel is uh, almost like in a warlike situation 
and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But there is, a, I think, a tremendous unity. There is more dissent that you would find than you would find during war, but there's tremendous unity around the leadership of ben- Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister. And it seems, from the reports that I'm seeing, that there's a talk about an even greater quarantine, almost like a, a siege situation that would take place in Israel, which is what the health ministry in Israel is demanding from the prime minister, which would make it, you would not allow anyone to leave the house. You would not be able to leave your house unless you're going to a work that is considered an emergency place of work, one that is vital, or you're going for drugs to the drugstore, or you're going to buy food. Interesting. That's it. And if they catch you for anything else, then they could arrest you, they can put you in prison, they can fine you, heavy fines, and so forth. It might be going there. It's, it's close already in Israel. What's interesting in Israel is that it's a country that is ready for disaster. Not this disaster necessarily, but it's a country that always thinking of a possibility, God forbid, of a war, let's say. So there are procedures in, in, in effect. There are people, groups, the military, civilian groups, etc., that are prepared for an emergency a lot better than in the United States, for example. One of the things they're doing in Israel, which is controversial, I think very interesting, and I think if it saves lives, go for it. They have software, the Shin Bet and the, the Shin Bet more than the Mossad, but I'm sure the Mossad uses it too, have software that can track where people are. I believe it's based on your phone. So if person A is diagnosed as positive for coronavirus. We want to know who he was in, he or she was in touch with over the last few days or week. In whose proximity were you and you've maybe contaminated them with the virus? If you rely on my memory, and it's, I don't know to tell you where I was for the last week, uh, every minute of every day. But if you look at my cell phone and you're able to track where my cell phone was, then you'll know to say anybody that was on this bus or anybody that was in this restaurant or anybody that was in this store, you should self-quarantine because you were at the same place at the same time. Not only were you at the store, but you were at the store a certain time. You were in the same place at the same time as someone who's now tested positive. If that saves lives, as we always have this fine line between giving up your freedom and safety and, and having more safety... And it is a fine line, both in the States and in other places. I guess we err on the side of safety. Are there concerns? Yes. People are concerned that the information will not be deleted, will be kept, will be used against them, and so forth. We hope not. We don't know. It's hard to say. There are a lot of bad actors that have access to to this information, whether legally or illegally. But Israel has decided to use it. Another aspect of Israel and what it has at its disposal. The Mossad, it is was reported, acquired somehow through some country in a third party in a place that we don't know about from somebody who doesn't exist and so forth and so on. A hundred thousand test kits for testing the coronavirus. It's amazing because that's one of the things that every country has a shortage on. There's a shortage of these test kits. And Israel has managed to get a hold of a nice chunk of them through the work of the Mossad. It seems that they turned to some countries that Israel uh, doesn't have relations with and were able to somehow 
you never know. Most most of the time what they do is they um, are able to use agents that don't even know they're helping Israel. They think they're helping someone else. But they were able to get that. Um, another interesting story. Here we go. Teva Pharmaceuticals Industries Limited, an Israeli company that is, um, had major success in, uh, the, in drugs, especially generic drugs, etc., Tevable Industries said it will donate more than 6 million doses of a drug being looked at as a potential treatment of COVID-19 to hospitals across the U.S. They're donating 6 million doses of this drug to hospitals in the United States. That is really beautiful. The company, which is based in Israel and has more than 1,500 employees in the Philadelphia suburbs, is also ramping up production of its generic hydroxychloroquine hydroxychloroquine that's the medication they're talking about a drug that is used now to treat malaria this is the drug that president uh, trump mentioned and and numerous doctors mentioned there was a test of the drug in france on a small number of people it seems to have worked for them the question is of course whether the fda will allow well i don't know if they makes a difference if they allow it or not if it's out there and doctors can prescribe it right now As it learned of the drug's potential benefit, Teva said it started to acquire additional ingredients to make the product while arranging for all of what it had to be distributed immediately. And uh, the Teva official said the companies will ship 6 million tablets through wholesalers, excuse me, to hospitals by March 31st and more than 10 million, wow, within a month. Hydroxychloroquine sulfate is approved by the FDA to treat malaria lupus and other uh, rheumatoid arthritis and other diseases the product is not currently approved for use in the treatment of COVID-19 but its effectiveness against the coronavirus is being studied U.S. government officials have asked that it be made available for use immediately as a treatment Teva officials said the company which has its U.S. headquarters in North Jersey is also actively looking at all its products to determine if it can help to provide any other medicines that may be relevant in the COVID-19 crisis. Teva's product portfolio consists of more than 3,500 products in nearly every therapeutic area. Yet again, Israel is in so much of the forefront of what is going on and being helpful to anyone it can be helpful to, especially our friends and allies across the world and the United States especially. So one of the things that has developed in Israel over time, and I think it originally started in Italy, was these uh, balcony gatherings, if you will, where people in a large housing complex, let's say, all go out to the balcony and they sing together or they do other things, but it's mainly singing and one of the people in the housing complex almost always will have a guitar or, a, or an organ or something. And they'll get out, put out speakers and get everybody together, come out to the balcony, come out to the terrace, to the mere peset, and let's all sing together. There are also, in, in another form of this, m- numerous, numerous uh, places that are sponsoring Israeli performers, well-known Israeli performers, to put on a solo show because they can't have an audience and they can't have a backup band and they can't have backup singers. So to do a solo performance for people, which is carried over apps or in many cases over Facebook. Our friend Yoni Gennett has one tonight, Israel time, 9 o'clock Israel time, uh, which is 3 p.m. U.S. time, on facebook.com on the... um, 
you go to Khan Moreshet, Khan, K-A-N, Moreshet, M-O-R-E-S-H-E-T. We'll try and um, put that on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash The Israel Show, and other stories that we spoke about today, we'll put there too. Facebook.com slash The Israel Show. You can friend us. Uh, it's not friend us. You can like us, and you'll get all the updates as, as they come out. And the last thing that people did on the Mir Peset, on the balconies, at 6 o'clock, I think it was on Thursday night, everyone was told in advance, everybody was encouraged in advance, come out to your balcony all over the country, throughout the entire land of Israel, and applaud, and applaud, and applaud for the medical workers, the doctors, the nurses, the EMTs, everybody that's involved in treating the sick and giving of themselves to treat the sick. And it was such a beautiful, it was just such a beautiful moment. And the television stations had cameras in many different locales and you had this grid on the on the screen and you saw place after place that people were coming out and applauding. People were flashing the lights in their, uh, I guess, their living room or bedroom, whatever light can be seen from uh, the, the street, flashing them on and off, banging on pots, making as much noise as possible to show the appreciation that they have and that we all have for the medical professionals that are helping us so much. And they're giving of themselves and in many cases endangering themselves. So the appropriate song for that, Bashana Haba'ah. Next year, we will go out to our balconies and we will count birds that are flying. Kids that are on vacation will be able to be outside playing tag. Between the houses and between the open fields. Let's hope that we come to that day. An oldie, but so appropriate for the days that we live in. Song by Ehud Manor, sung originally, and that's what we're playing now, by Ilan Ilani. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network.
duo of Ilan V'Ilanit with a classic Israeli song, Bashana Haba'ah. Just, just amazing how a song from, I don't know, 40 years ago? 1970s, so what is that? 50 years ago? Suddenly becomes so relevant. It's so, uh, it's so cool. We have some great um, responses, comments on uh, on the app, the uh, Nachum Siegel Network app. Uh, one of our commenters says, as an Israeli elementary school teacher, it is worth noting the difference between this week and last week with regard to remote learning. Last week we did it. This week not. Why? Something about our union and summer vacation. Well, I think the something about the union is that the union was protesting that uh, the teachers uh, had to continue working, and and then they was there was concern that the summer vacation would be used to make up material. So the union was saying, you know, either or, either uh, give us a summer vacation or make us teach now, but don't do both. Uh, I want to point something out. This is for those listening live Monday. Tonight and tomorrow, Tuesday, is the yard site of Rabbi Zev Siegel. Rabbi Zev Siegel was a, a larger-than-life personality that did tremendous work in the Jewish community. And um, he is the father of Nachum Siegel, who heads up this network. And, and thanks to him, we are here list, talking to you. And it's an opportunity... I believe, to donate in his memory to the great work that Nachum does. And you can do so, and I know it's hard now, so I, I'm not pushing this, but I'm, I am saying if you do have the ability to donate, the place to do it is www.fjbunity, F like Frank, J like John, B like boy, unity, one word, U-N-I-T-Y, fjbunity.org fjbunity.org May uh, the great work of his children and especially of Nachum be an appropriate memorial to his life. Thank you. 
Yishai Rebo, a song written, lyrics, and composed by Yishai Rebo, one of the most popular songs in Israel. I think it was Song of the Year. <clears throat> Halev Shali. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you for joining us. Hope we're making your situation, wherever you are, whatever situation you're in, quarantined or otherwise, we hope we're making it as pleasant as possible. 
So on uh, several of the social media sites, people have posted some very, very cute videos of little kids talking about not going out, talking about coronavirus and so forth. So we have two clips. We'll play one now. We'll play one later. Just found it so cute. And it is cute. And it's even cuter if you if you see it. But uh, even if you just hear it, it I, I think you'll find it enjoyable. can't go to the to the mall you can't go to the supermarket and even and even you can't go to the gymboree <laughs> ay, ay, ay. that's so cute the word quarantine we promised that so my friend arnie drayman mentioned something on a post it started me thinking the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the collegiate edition, the online collegiate edition, at least, on my iPad, the first definition of the noun quarantine is a period of 40 days. Just like that. What? That's what I thought. What? What do you mean, just a period of 40 days? What happens? So, if you think about quarter, quad, quadraphonic, the word quad is defined in the dictionary as having or composed of four items or elements. Quadraphonic sound, the stereo plus two more. I don't know if anybody still remembers that. The Jewish quarter, the reva, rova hayehudi, rova, reva, that's a whole nother discussion. And the uh, original meaning of the word quarter with the meaning of a living quarter, the place where you live, comes from the French verb écarter, which means to separate or set apart. So interesting that even in the word quarter the the fourth but that becomes then the living quarter comes from the word to separate so there's a four and therefore it i guess it makes some sense that it would refer to 40 days but where do we know that 40 days is a quarantine and then we think of moshe who went up for 40 days and 40 nights and sat alone on Mount Sinai with God. And so, it could very well be that the actual meaning of the word quarantine, the way we use it today, has that background. I'm not sure. I'm saying outright. I haven't done enough research. But the little that I've been able to uh, look into it, it, it would seem that this works, that this makes sense. That quarantine, that QUA beginning, or QUAR denotes four or 40. Okay, just thought I would share that with you. And you're welcome to comment if you know better or otherwise. You're welcome to comment on uh, on the app, on the Nachum Siegel Network app. Or uh, later on, whenever you feel like it, you can uh, put up a little note on the uh, Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Here is, uh, I guess, two-year-old number two. <laughs> Explaining about coronavirus and how we right? We in, in yeshiva she would say you have to be makpid, right? Lehakpid, and that's in modern Hebrew. Lehakpid You must be careful, and you must be very careful to wash your <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> 
בהתחלה בהתחלה ממש מתחילה מסין. להקפיד לשטוף ידיים. הם אפילו אם יש לכם רך טוב בידיים, להקפיד לשטוף ידיים. אפילו אם נחטטים באף זהו, אין לי כלום, אין לי פה כלום, עדיין לשטוף ידיים. That's Yamim Shel Sheket. Have some peaceful days, some quiet days. May they come soon, we hope. We're going to be running long. A message to all our affiliates out there. As Yoni Pollock and uh, After Further Review, which is the weekly show about events in the world of sports, uh, there are no sport events, so there won't be a show. And we can run long, so we're going to do that. We'll take that opportunity and hopefully... You'll be with us and stay with us for uh, a, a little longer. 
My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. El Al, which is obviously going through um, probably the roughest time in its history, is sending planes to various places around the world to bring home Israelis that are stuck. There was a large group of Israeli tourists who were in Peru and who were basically thrown out of everywhere and left outdoors stuck without any place to be. El Al sent... I believe it was four planes, ultimately, to go get them. There's a flight going out to India to get Israelis that are there. Again, this is only for Israelis because tourists are not allowed into the country anymore. If you're a tourist and you want to go to Israel, and you're willing even to be in quarantine for two weeks and everything, it doesn't help. Israel does not allow non-residents into the country. One of the ways that they're... um, a lot more zealous about this than the United States. Now I heard that Israel, uh, El Al is sending planes to uh, a couple of other locations, one flight to get people out, advising people, you know, get on the band, get on, get on it now because it's not happening again. I must say that uh, the flights to New York continue uh, at least daily at this point. El Al continues to operate uh, the New York which means JFK or Newark, uh, New York, Tel Aviv route. Again, Israelis that are going back to Israel, Americans that are in Israel that are coming back here. How long that will last, I don't know. So far, El Al claims they are dedicated to continue and keep Israel's airways open. And that's a very important thing for Israel as well. And I'm sure as this continues, the government will also see the need to help El Al out. Right now, these flights mostly are being sponsored by private, either private individuals and uh, and big corporations in Israel. There's a video that's making the rounds on the social media of one of the planes coming back from Peru to Israel, and the pilot gets on the uh, PA system, the loudspeaker, and he announces that this has been for him probably the longest flight he's ever done because it was the same crew, it looks like, that went and came back 43 hours. Wow. Whew. People applauded, of course, and then he thanked everybody and uh, said, you know, if we stick together, we can make it through this, we can make it through all the difficulties. And then, as they were getting close to Israel, he asked everyone in the plane to join him in singing Kol Ha'olam Kulo Gesher Tsar Me'od the beautiful song composed by Baruch Chait, the words made famous by, by Breslov Rebbe, the whole world is like a very narrow bridge. And the most important thing is just not to be afraid. Just keep walking along this narrow bridge, which has a lot of dangers and a lot of hazards and a lot of issues. We just keep walking and not be fearful. Have confidence in the one above. So here is um, a, a short clip from the uh, taken from the announcement of the El Al pilot on that flight back from Peru. <laughs> Kolam Kulo 
Sapir off the album Echoes with Kol Alam Kulo Gesher Tsar Mayod. And to uh, end off, I saw this yesterday on the Facebook page of um, Israel Schechter, known to many as Yumi. I don't know if he still goes by that name or not, but that's how I originally met him under that name. And with slight editing, I'm going to share with you what he wrote about the current situation what we're learning and what hopefully we'll internalize and how, God willing, it'll change our life. Because ultimately, whatever God does, we have no control over that. But we have control over how we respond. 
And our response in, right now should be to do our best to help others, find neighbors or friends that you know that are really alone, meaning quarantined and have nobody else with them in their home. See if there's ways you can help them. But even if you just call them and say hi and show them that they're not really alone, that would be great. If you can shop for people that can't go out, if you can help in any way, how you can do something for somebody else is so, so important. So this is from uh, Yumi's Israel Shechter. We're learning to appreciate what we have. We're learning that we aren't in control of the world. We're learning the importance of family and community. We're learning that there's nothing more important than our health. We're learning that money and power can buy everything. We're learning that weddings don't need to be fancy or huge. We're learning that it doesn't matter what designer clothes we wear. Hopefully, when this all ends, the world will be cleaner, kinder, more ethical, moral, compassionate, generous, and united. Parents will love their children. Children will respect their parents. Nobody will take what they are blessed with for granted. People will understand their responsibilities to to their families. There will be a strong sense of community. There will be more collaboration and less competition. Each of us will be a shining light on the world. I can't wait until this is over. I can't wait for the new world. It will happen if we each do our part. I'm going to end off with Hanan Ben-Ari, Mimcha Adelai. Very deep words. You can look them up. I'm not going to go into the details now, but he is talking to God about finding God in himself. And wherever else he looks, it might be there, but ultimately he has to come back to himself. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Go to facebook.com slash The Israel Show. We'll post links to songs that we play to the show if you want to share it with somebody and to some of the um, audio or video that we shared with you. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network and a very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. There's going to be a lot of great Jewish music, so stay tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network where you will have... Great programming, great music, 24-6. Until next Monday, immediately following Jamie Dame, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. <laughs> כמו יין, לחוד קארי בסורק, אף מזיל מים, אני אפילו לא נרתע. ברחתי ממך עד אליי ולנו מצאתי כלום, ברחתי ממך עד אליי ולנו מצאתי כלום, עומד בפתח הדלת, עוד לא מאס Thank <laughs> you.
Thank <laughs> you. 